Hello. 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 Thank you. Hey. <sighs> Don't you guys watch the Stooges? Never mind. It's just uh, I, I, I watched Dean Winchester watch the Stooges in a Supernatural episode uh, a few days ago. There you go. You're still watching that? <laughs> I, I put it on as background noise. It's uh, you know. Yeah, everything after season five is just background. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it has its moments. I made the season five, and then I thought it was supposed to end, and it kept going with something else. I'm like, ah. it went for ten more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I I'm at uh, the Leviathan series. First watch is how I feel about that show. The absolute worst season ever. It is. It is straight up the worst season. Sometimes with shows, I don't watch the last episode, and I just figure out I knew exactly what happened, and that's exactly what I did with Supernatural when I got to what I thought was the last episode. I just didn't watch it, so I know what happened. Didn't continue (laughs) on. I did the same thing in Game of Thrones. I never watched the last episode of Game of Thrones. Never watched it. Well, here's how it ended. Every, they lived. They all lived happily ever after. The Yay. end. The end. I figured that since they came out with a prequel. Wait a minute. And they all lived <laughs> happily before then. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Prequel's pretty good. House of Dragon. Pretty I mean, good. The wigs are still terrible, but. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot yeah, of wigs. Matt Smith wig, and I, I haven't seen the show, but I, I've just seen it. You know, tell him it's just. Bad. The problem with Matt Smith's head is that it's so big. <laughs> the wig, wig, fit the wig looks extremely unnatural <laughs> because they had to find a wig of a dead giant. Just scalp it. <laughs> <laughs> His head's like a fucking garbage dumpster. It's enormous. Oh my god. <laughs> they have the kind of head that comes with a lot of uh, V-necks. <laughs> 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 a lot of v-necks and button-ups for a head like that kevin you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah it's it's hard to find stuff that actually fits the the large melon <laughs> which is weird kevin because you look like spanish moth that gave birth birth to like an ogre head first there's <laughs> mean tonight i am feeling a little mean <laughs> sweet it's all Saints Day, Sorry. after all. <laughs> Roast me. Do me. Oh, huh? I didn't mean it. Oh, I didn't mean it. <laughs> you smell. All right. <laughs> you smell oh, and I hate you. You smell and I hate you. Your face is stupid. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> uh, Dr. Pepper Lip Smackers is garbage. That's for I'm you. A, I'm wearing a cloak. I'm an easy target. <laughs> Why are you wearing a cloak? Because it's comfortable. It's cloak, it's cloak weather, dumbass. Cloak weather? <laughs> I barely wore a jacket today. Oh. It's gotten colder. The sun it's has cold. gone away. I had a coat on today. I thought it was supposed coat. to be a cold night tonight, but I am sweating my ass off back. Oh, that's high blood pressure from all your anger. <laughs> it's actually very cold, Terrence. Hey, hey, hey. Don't discount my salty-ass diet. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I have prosciutto three times a day. <laughs> Just cured meats. 
Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what I want. High blood pressure and the gout. Mm. <laughs> I go to a chiropractor and I got really sweaty last time I went there to the point where you know he was like, yo, you're you're, you're sweating. And I didn't want to be like, yeah, I ate a whole Jersey Mike's giant sandwich and fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> 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 Relatable. Jersey Mike's is good. Everyone likes it, apparently. I'm drinking water now. It's fine. Well, that's good. I'm drinking um, like a, a very large Manhattan. Very large. I was watching last week's episode. Oh, oh yeah. And I, I noticed something that, that upset me. Mm. I was slurring a lot at the beginning. Oh, no. I just thought people talk like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I can't decide whether I was drunk or I'm I'm finally morphing into the lazy southerner that never actually fully opens his mouth <laughs> that I was always destined oh to be. And so I'm gonna have to enunciate more like Tony Randall. Oh, that's not gonna be annoying. No, oh, quickly yeah. Google who Tony Randall is. He was the the fussy one in the odd couple TV show. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, uh, you know it's a Terrence. You know it's a Terrence reference when you Google it, and the first three photos are black and white, and the next photo is just a really old man. Yep, he was on TV a long time ago. He also did the voice of the brain gremlin on Gremlins too. Oh, a fun fact. It is, and one of his finest performances. Might be the only thing I know him from. <laughs> well, you never seen the seven faces of Dr. Wow? No. Well, in, in Terrence's defense, that's one I actually knew, and I think it's slightly more recent than his usual era of I'm trying to movie stars. To, I'm trying to keep it to as it probably was on Nick at night and not Within something in our that, lifetimes. Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you defending the guy that said you look like Mossy Oak? <laughs> I said a mozzi ogre. Oh yeah, worse. <laughs> yeah, we all know I'm an orc. Jeff is a dwarf, and I'm an orc. Jeff is the tallest ass dwarf I have ever seen. He's the tallest ass dwarf that's ever existed. Well, what about Peter Dinklage in that movie where he's a dwarf and he's really tall? <laughs> Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, Volume Two. I'm- I think it was Avengers. Yeah. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh, Infinity War. Or no, yeah. Thor Thor t- uh 3. You don't do you you don't think you actually see him? Oh no. Okay. You do. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's he works the the No, cuz it's Thor's with Rocket Raccoon when that happens. Yeah, and yeah. Groot. Oh, so that might have been Avengers. That's uh, a, oh, it was Infinity yeah, War. Infinity War, yeah. It's they're all bored together. Him, but there's like there's one like there's like a cutscene at the end of one of them or whatever where they go there, but you don't actually see him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I was watching the Loki show that was on, and I was like, I found myself fast forwarding past the pretty artfully done credits. I'm like, there's why am I doing this? Am I looking for a fucking clip? I already know what the fuck's come from. This is a show that came out super late. All everything about this phase 
is over with. <laughs> yeah. Just watch the credits. They're pretty. They're nice. They are very well done. Um, pro- bravo to their credits department. Loki show was good. I like it. I enjoyed it. You know what's better? Scavenger's Reign. Yeah. I want more people to watch it. My it's list. so fucking good. It's cartoon on HBO. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's very sci-fi. It's awesome. These are like post-apocalyptic. Oh, look it up. No, it's, it's like they're on a whole other... It reminds me a lot of an old Super Nintendo game called Another World. Where like mm-hmm. Another World was a, a Super Nintendo game. It was a side-scroller um, where you died a lot. Um <laughs> But you were a scientist who fell into a portal and you wake up in water. And when you swim out, you're on another world. And like none of the monsters make sense. There's no fucking English in the game. Uh, you just you're, you just have to get from point A to whatever the end is without dying. And every time you die, it cuts to a really cool like they remastered it for, for like PlayStation and stuff. Like the first thing, there's these little tadpoles. And the first time you see them, you're like, I can just step on those. And when you go to step on them, it goes to a cutscene of a tadpole coming up and a fang coming out of its out of its skin, and it slices your leg. You fall over, die, and then the game starts over where you're swimming out of the water again. Oh no! It's like <laughs> it, this show is that video game, and I fucking loved that video game. <laughs> Very cool. All right, I'll check it out. It's yeah, it's strange. Different. It's very alien. All right. Well then, let's okay. get started, shall we? Last, okay. Last time, <laughs> um, you guys were in the garage of the Quinville house, looking for um some sort of magical focal point that your research uh hint suggested that might be about something the that whatever uh mystical effect that was going on upstairs was probably at least partially anchored to after a search you did find it um let's see christine uh christina <laughs> Um, decided to take matters into her own hand and um, deface the carving that was uh, etched into the wall and then plastered over to to make it almost, but not quite invisible, to the naked eye. When she did that, you guys heard a lot of um, loud bangs and slams coming from around the interior of the house. That's right. The house didn't like it. Yes. Uh, so that's where we pick up. I'm freaked out. Welcome to uh, Urban Fantasy Cults. A bash system. A bash system. <laughs> our, gr- our group, as last week, is uh, Toker as uh, Joe Bob Brunson, former sheriff. Uh, Matt here as Niels Fletcher, former guy. Uh, Malcolm Dice, a um, thief professional. And the mysterious woman who calls herself Christina 
and likes to smash stuff, who is um, basically the focal point of what is going on right now. Who, you hear? Yes. Played by Mahogany. <laughs> What's What are you guys doing? Um, so she, um, we destroyed the little symbol thing, right? And then the house got pissed. That's kind of where we are. Yes, basically. Like, how is the house manifesting its pistedness? Is it <laughs> coming after us or is it just like a... Uh, you just hear a lot of bangs and slams all all from the interior of the house, and also you hear the um, the garage doors behind you uh, rattle and make noises as well. Oh, growl well, the garage doors. Schooler. Okay. I thought they had closed on us. Yes, they did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go up and test one of the doors that closed. Is it like? fighting me closed or did it just slam shut and then no more force um you try to lift it and it does not lift um easily or at all <laughs> is is there a like an interior door from the garage into the house yes All right, I'll. Um, I, I mean, Niels will point that out, but he's a little squeamish about touching doorknobs right now. Hmm. But the the sigil that we were going for, it's 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 destroyed. Yeah. Okay. You think you saw maybe a flash of light when you did it, but that might have just been a trick of the light. Hmm. So I'm going to keep whatever, uh, what did I use, an axe? I believe so. Yeah. I'm going to keep that with me and, like, maybe go for the door. Go for mm -hmm. the interior door. All right. You go for the interior door. The interior door, um, while it did slam shut, appears to be unlocked. Okay. Um, where's next on the list, you guys? Didn't we have, like, a list? Yeah, we got go. a list. We got the cheerleader where the cheerleader was on the second floor. Uh, the second floor was... bedroom, and then the third floor study where the guy originally died. I and believe there's supposed to be a guy on the first floor too. I've got BE. I don't know where that is. No, the third oh, floor... that someone was broke breaking and entering and disappeared. That's right. Yep. The, the third guy. floor uh, sitting room, um, that's where the, the previous owner died. Hmm. You say the first floor sitting room? Uh, third floor, sorry. Third, third floor. floor sitting room is where the previous owner died, a Miss Pamela Quinville, age 92. And the garage is where the B&E dude died? That was the hobo guy. Yeah, that was where uh, some the, the probably hobo guy was. Okay, so whatever's closest. Uh, let's see, let's from there. towards that. Uh, right. First floor would probably be closest. Everything else is on the upper floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the first floor, the only other place is um, near one of the windows in the dining room. Inside or out? Um, 
He didn't really tell you. Uh, Salisbury didn't really mention which side of the wall he found the clothing on, but... You guys want to try inside or out? I think, um... I think inside, because, I mean, the, the glyph that we found, the first one was inside the garage. Hmm. Okay. But... Let's head there. All right. You guys head through the kitchen, space. and uh, the place has a sort of, um... A different aura about it after you step inside. You feel, despite despite the fact that it is fall in Vermont, if <laughs> you feel like it's gotten even colder since uh, we walked through here ten minutes ago. Okay. I put my cloak on. <laughs> yes, your oh, old redneck out. cloak. Oh, Jim Bob's trusty elven cloak. <laughs> I think a cloak for a southerner is like one of them um, knitted afghans made of yarn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yarn, <laughs> but it's also camouflage. It's like a massive doily. Mom used to have a crap ton of them. <laughs> yeah, my mom still does. Oh. <laughs> there's, there's so many in her house. It's like ridiculous. Like, how does this keep you warm? It's got holes everywhere. Yeah. You'd be surprised. I know. I, I used to use them. <laughs> <laughs> they go on top. Of my I don't know how they work, but they really did keep you warm. But mm-hmm. they do. They're. I mean, the holes are like. I mean, it's not like they're. They're ridiculous. It keeps the warm air in, but it lets the farty air out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel see, like that yarn is really absorbent. It's a. It's a. Last, it's an innovation last. to keep you from Dutch ovening people. That's why. Mm-hmm. Give them the kid. <laughs> Anyway, um, all right. But when you get to the dining room, a big stately area, long table, very nice chairs. This place is like your Norman Rockwell style Thanksgiving picture, but like triple the size. Um, I mean, I'll start checking windows. Give me, give me some. Checks for uh, awareness, right? Awareness. Yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, I pass. My brain's withering on the stem. Okay. <laughs> awareness is uh, also smarts. Yes. Uh, I did not make it. I got a 12. Oh, I pass. Success. Right. Now that you now that you know what you're looking for, the three of you are able to pick out the um the next glyph this one is uh, up in the ceiling up in the plaster uh, above the center of the long dining room table just out of sight to the casual viewer because there is a chandelier there how far up is it uh enough so you'd probably have to stand on the table in order to reach it even with an axe I shoot it. <laughs> You're gonna shoot the, the ceiling? I, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, if it comes to it, I will. But no. <clears throat> I wanna reach up and uh, I wanna try something. All right. So I will. I, I guess jump from the table and try and make contact with it. 
and reach out to to the whatever power it is and see if what I what I predict it might be is someone trapped in that this seal. But that's all I have. I'm gonna and I'm gonna try and force through and make contact with whatever this seal is. If it's the house, if it's a soul or what. All right. Um. What kind of um. What what kind of approach are you taking here? Approach of like how I'm contacting it. I'm yeah. Gonna... Like, are you trying to be? Are you trying to be like uh, diplomatic? Are you trying to be like a uh, forceful? Like how are you? Yeah. No. No. Dipl- very diplomatically. I want to find out what this what what this seal is. If it's something we even should be messing with in the way we did the last one, we kind of jumped on that last one a little. This might be something we need to protect and change or, or some way. Okie dokie. Um, oops. Excuse me. Give me a, let me see. What's a good I check? have to make a, I believe it's a heart check. Yeah, and then or based per- on the check, I can possibly make contact. Well, yeah, you can use heart or persuasion. Which oh, I can use persuasion. All right. Is there any way I can get a reroll? <laughs> uh, no. You roll. Give me. Give me a D four. That one. Quick okay, fail. roll me a D four. Yeah, that's how much spirit it's going to cost me. Correct. I just read over it. Hey, I rolled a one. All right, cool. Uh, it doesn't take much energy from you, but your roll, unfortunately, um, you use your, with your un, new and frankly unpracticed gift, you try to reach out to the spirits in this area. The rest of you see, uh, you see Mr. Dice's eyes kind of roll in the back of his head and he basically falls over where he stands onto the floor as he begins um speaking to the sky but the the speech turns into gurgles and then uh the next thing you know he's standing back up again almost like he just fell over in reverse his eyes uh while rolled back, our his head begins scanning back and forth. Get out! So you hear coming from his uh, his mouth, a voice that is not him. You are unwell. I'm gonna kneel down over Malcolm, who's talking weird, Bash and it. slap the dog shit out of him. No, he's not. You don't have to kneel down. He's standing up. I'll walk up to him and slap the dog shit out of it. <laughs> Give me a brawling check or brawn. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's see how well this old man slaps. Fail. 11. <laughs> All right. Um, you reach out and slap him, but uh, it almost hurts your hand the way his, his body just stays completely still. Uh his head ratchets towards you slowly, and um, 
you see his eyes roll back down, but they're a completely different color. What are what are Mark's uh, what's Mark's eye co- eye color normally? Normally, he has gray eyes. That that <laughs> white gray kind of. Gotcha. Um, these eyes are sort of like piercing navy blue colored. Uh, they look out at you and say, you're a fool if you stay here. Don't you understand? An entirely another alien voice coming out of Dice's mouth. It's going to destroy you. It's going to pull you in and destroy you like it's destroying the rest. And then, uh, Mark, you come back to yourself suddenly uh, looking at Joe Bob, um, who is very close to you, and you feel your face a little bit like like a little stingy, but not much. <laughs> I just my cheek sting. Why are you standing so close, Joe? I hit you with all the force of a god. And you know it. <laughs> a 74-year-old guy. <laughs> I'm breathing heavy from the exertion. Do I know? Like, what do I know? Was I blacked out for all of that? Or did I see what or hear yeah. what, what was said? You, he, you heard what was said. Um but you don't remember seeing anything like something was else was using your eyes. Uh, you got, okay. you guys heard two distinct voices come out of him. One, uh, a deep and, um, gravelly, like, like a, like a angry animal kind of voice. And the second one was quavery, like in, like an older woman. I'd say we smash it. Yeah, no, no. I'm after that experience. I'm. It answered my questions. It is not someone that needs our help. Needs to be saved. It's someone that is means maliciousness on, on the world. Is anybody taller than me that wants to go for it with this axe? I'll do it. I'm already. Yeah, so are you? Here you go. I believe you described your character as pretty short, Kevin. <laughs> oh, I'm five nine. Yeah, I was. I was a short. I am a short, uh, skinny guy. You're not gonna make an old man climb a table, are you? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm probably a little taller than Christina. All right. Give me swinging an axe. <laughs> Give me an attack uh, roll, please. With I've swung axe programs, but that would um, be what is that a brawn? Yeah, it would be mm. a brawn check. Or if you don't have a, a relevant skill. Uh, I don't know. It's like I played Can baseball. I use my, uh, I mean, I feel like small arms training should qualify in this. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> It's a it's an axe, it's not a hatchet. If it were a hatchet, it would be small arms. <laughs> like uh like that should qualify. Alright. Oh uh, well I rolled a three. And with my brawn that gives me a three. Alright, uh you take a swing at the uh, the ceiling, however you miss, hitting the uh 
hitting the chandelier, uh, sending it flying down to the ground, uh, smashing on the table next to your foot. Uh, there's I feel a like few... we're all in agreement here that this is not going to be mentioned and these damn ghosts, right? A few, a few <laughs> sparks come out of the light fixture. All right, now that that's out of the way, I'm going to take a swing at the glyph this time. Yeah, go for it. All right, well, that game, I rolled a seven. Oh, yeah. And with my small arms. Ay, ay, ay. Gives me a 12. It's like, all right, give or me the axe just... back, small arms. Yeah, you whack the ceiling, but you're off target. <laughs> all right, next. Let me take a shot at it. Yeah, I feel like you'll do better even if you have to jump. I mean... So I have a. Is could this could gymnastics be used in any way to make this a thing? <laughs> um. Doesn't matter. The first swing is. Do wild. the ribbon dance with the axe. The What'd first swing is wild. A six. Okay, uh, this time the axe goes wild and lands into the table, um, shot, sp- leaving a big gash into the nice, polished, probably antique uh, oh, dining house. table. These ghosts are ridiculous. Maybe point, I should have just shot it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can he shoot we'll try it? Try one more shoot, swing and uh, that's a five. That's a... <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, it... it, it does anyone have any other ideas other than the axe? I think me and uh, Joe Bob should just uh, yeah. As soon as she calms down, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop a shot at it. Right. <laughs> I put my my flask down for a second to draw my gun. <laughs> Always a good option. You don't want to drink and shoot. That's that's where dead. Let's go. Wavy in there. Yeah. No, these dice rolls are awful. I mean, I have a plus five total, and I rolled a five, so ten. All right. Yeah. It's like, did you warn somebody that you're going to shoot that thing? Jesus. <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> shoot again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got it that time. All right. <laughs> Barely. Uh, two loud cracks of what are you carrying? A shotgun or a rifle? No, no. Or? It's just no. It's a. It's a. It's an old revolver. All right, uh, two, two flat cracks of his handgun fire off. The second one, um, you guys feel the house kind of shake as it lands home, and you can see um, what appears to be a, a stream of blood begin pouring out of that particular bullet hole as the strange arcane symbol burns through uh, and sends crumbling the plaster that was filling it in the ceiling. Um, the the blood splatters on the table next to the big gash that you made with the axe and onto your shoes if you're still standing there. Oh no, I got down. Okay. But this effect does not last long. Basically, it just dribbles out and leads a spreading stain on the ceiling. Mm. Alright, so two down. Probably two to go. Did you... Um, Give me an awareness check for uh, real quick, somebody. All right. Oh, big <laughs> success. Fail. Yeah, I got that one. 
17. Yeah, I got it. It's fine. Uh, after his gunshot goes off, and you guys hear the um, or hear the, or hear the plopping splatters of the blood coming from the ceiling. You also hear a, a sort of a a frantic panting noise from around the corner in in the in the foyer. Or excuse me, in the sitting room. Check it out. I'll move around the corner and look. Investigate. Alright, you pick your head around the corner and you see four people basically huddled together, terrified. Uh, Don't kill us, says one of them. Um, There are uh, three men and one woman. And they look a little familiar to you. They look like us? No. Wearing a cloak? No. (laughs) Nobody's wearing a cloak. Cloaks don't exist in this world. It's canon now. (laughs) What about a quilted poncho with a hood? (laughs) We'll call it a cloak. Sounds like a cloak. It doesn't take long for you to recognize, realize where you've seen them before. It's the it's four of the five people that were standing around Salisbury when you first got here, the production oh. crew for the Merry Flippers, the New ah. Yorkers. Uh, one of them kind of like slowly comes forward with his hands. Eyes like, listen, I am so sorry. I did not mean to come in. We were just coming in here to do a. Uh, a little bit of scouting uh, for some pickup shots and maybe to work out some angles. I know you we're not I know we're here without permission. I don't know if you're security guards or whatever Mr. Salisbury has here. Uh, we are here on the orders of our boss and we're very sorry. Please don't kill us. Look, Again. Cram it, dude. <laughs> cram it, dude. The steak man gave Beat us permission it. to to be in here and not you, so yeah, beat it, like he said. <laughs> we will gladly go. They begin walking back, backwards out of the toward the building, around the sitting room, towards the front door, and then you hear a then you hear a clack 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 from the back of the mob as they slowly, nervously turn around, look at the the one woman they brought with them who is desperately trying to turn the knob of the door. It won't open. I've got four bullets left. I don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) For you, four bullets. It's destiny. Do you uh, have the key to let us out? Um, When did they lock it, man? I don't even know where to... Where the hell did did they come from? Who are you people? Security hired by uh, Mr. Griffin Salisbury. Well, the, then please let us out, and we won't bother you anymore. We're very sorry. You can take it up with our boss and sue her. Uh, we are um, nothing but poor, innocent minions, poorly paid. Uh, we, you will not get any money out of us. Yeah, have well, you we don't have a key to the house. We were told not to leave, and we weren't, yeah, until he gets back. So we don't have a key. Uh, the, the door keeps uh, clattering, and it just won't open still. Best You're more than welcome to leave Damn. any way you find out, but we stay in the building overnight. 
I suggest you all go up to the third floor and wait in the sitting room. <laughs> Don't do that. Stay right here. Keep trying the door. Yeah, stay, stay here on the first floor and try and get out any way you can. We are going upstairs. They nod, um, like warily. And we're paying for that chandelier as what? we go upstairs. <laughs> you guys go upstairs, leaving the confused-looking foursome down there, uh, both terrified and gratified that you're leaving. <laughs> I think on the way up, if I've still got that crowbar, I was usually trying to open that other door. I'm going to hand it to him and be like, I tried. Best of luck. All right, you uh, you pass off the crowbar. The tallest man there, um, uh, a blonde guy with long hair, takes it. And you can see he's carrying a bunch of camera equipment with him. He's like, uh, thanks, dude. Holster my gun. People. Take a sip of bourbon out the flask and go up the stairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After you get upstairs, you hear, you hear one of them frantically begin trying to pry at the door or... And they're talking amongst each other in whispers. But on the second floor, as you began perusing the multiple um, rooms, you head back to the one where uh, Salisbury told you where he found the uh, the clothing of the, the, of the two teenagers. I assume that's where you're headed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you get in there, um, you see that it is basically nothing but an empty room. There's no furnishings in it. Uh, it is basically just a place with old carpeting and a few cobwebs on the wall and windows that are shuttered. Get the looking. All right. Go ahead. And uh, can I get a plus one for something on this? Uh, look in for stuff. <laughs> I failed. I made it. All right. I mean, mine. I failed. Okay. I failed. All right, Niels. Everyone else seems to be uh, looking around. You find what you're looking for on the interior of the room's closet. On one of the the far walls. Over here, guys. I wouldn't have thought to look in the closet. The the, the dim outline of the, the carved rune or sigil is actually kind of worn away here it looks like um some of the 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 spackle it had been filled in with kind of has chipped away but also you see uh another like another depression in the plaster as well like a sort of a larger kind of rectangular depression just below it. Oh, a rectangle. Can I push on it? Uh, you push on the wall and it has a, like a, a sort of a, a, a spongy give and you can see some of, more of the uh, the plaster kind of flake off as you push. Um, does it seem like it's detached from other part of the closet? And then just kind of kind of mudded back up. Yeah, it, it has looks like it's maybe might have been like a like a little hidey hole or a chute or something. 
kind of take my hand and it kind of flat, so I'm not like poking a hole, but trying to, and I'll, I'll kind of just hit it. Yeah, this is not that hard to um, to get open. You basically just find, basically just bump it a few times, and then the plaster starts cracking off, uh, revealing a small wooden door below the rune. Uh, how small a door? Um, about a foot and a half by two feet. That is a small door. This the room that cat ran out of earlier. Uh, that was on the third floor. It was on the third floor. Okay. Okay. So does this like does, does is this about the size of like a pet door though? Uh, it's a bit more is like it more a long wise. Uh, it's a bit. <laughs> you examining it, you see that there is a like a screw hole at the top of the wood, and you guess that this thing folds down. It was probably a dumbwaiter door at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll try to open it. Just to... Alright. You, uh, you, you you dig your nails in a little bit and after a little bit of like prying, it folds downward. Uh, there is a sort of a gust of stale air. Uh, stale and kind of rusty air coming from the inside of it as it folds down in front of you. The wood is old and brittle and a little spongy. <laughs> and all you see inside is like um, basically a a shaft with a ch- uh, like um like a very thin pair of chains going up and up and down the length of it. But the actual dumbwaiter is not there. If it's still installed, it's definitely not on this level. Uh, grab one of the chains and kind of pull it to see if it will move. All right. Um, yeah, at first there's like a, a creak, a, a little toughness, then finally some give. And you can hear um, a squeaky wheel above you in the darkness or in the darkness of the tunnel begin to turn. And um, you hear also sort of the, the rumble and tumble of whatever is attached to coming upwards. Okay, so I'll kind of reach my other hand in there and then keep. All right. You keep pulling and eventually you get to the top. Uh, something rises from the floor level and you see that the, it isn't. it was indeed an old dumbwaiter. Um whenever you pull it upward enough to like continue to guide it up with your hand to get it on the level uh you see that it is um filled with human bones mm. um i stumble back a little bit once i realize what i'm looking at all right it's not something they, i'm they kind of tumble out and clatter around your feet and there's enough bones here for one adult skeleton, definitely. Uh, there's also old, tattered garments, but not a lot. It looks like it might have been just a little more than, like, a pair of old boxers or uh, a, a tank top. So maybe somebody tried to make an escape or something out this way, or maybe they were locked in this room. 
Uh, the bones, I mean, the bones are basically like pick clean. I mean, they're no, they are not ancient. pick clean. They they are basically um, basically you found a dried, desiccated corpse in here that kind of rattled apart as you pulled it up. That this uh, rusty old dumbwaiter. Mm, a, I gotta step out of the closet. I gotta get. I gotta. I'm not. I can't. All right. As a, as a former I'm, I'm sheriff and probably cop. It's a former sheriff and probably cop. Can I look and see and judge how old the the the, the corpse is? Sure. Give it a shot. Okay. Um, you don't need a lot of skill. But you've seen this kind of thing before, and like old old uh, your old training that you've gotten. This uh, this corpse had to have been here at least a hundred years. It is. Mm. It's basically just been moldering down there, or uh, <laughs> drying out, getting brittle. Ancient underwear. <laughs> Weird that the, I mean the other the other bodies the house seemed to do something with. Give me, give me an, give me a. Give me a medicine or an awareness, uh, Joe Bob. Um, yeah, no, that, to, that I rolled and you didn't ask for it, so I'm just gonna use that one, okay? Uh, awareness that'd be 21. All right, Be- by picking over the body parts, you see that the um, there is a massive, uh, basically knife wound, ancient knife wound in the sternum of. The, uh, the 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 corpse. Mm. You also can tell it, it looks like most of the uh, interior doings were removed. Huh. <laughs> you hear me kind of grunting that information out as I look through it through the the dumb waiter. Mike. Fuck up that sig- symbol so we can get the hell out of here. Um, we found the symbol. Where was it at? Yeah, it's right above the, where the dumbwaiter is. Right above the dumbwaiter. Sorry, I'm incredibly drunk. Uh, <laughs> is there enough room to swing the axe in there? Give it a good swingaroo. I'd uh, probably not. <laughs> I mean, but you can. <laughs> I mean, you can you can like use it like bunting style if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one's in like, like uh, I mean, it's in drywall, so it probably won't take too much. Yeah. Um. If you're that close, you don't really need to like make that. a swing. The only reason you were making attacks on the ceiling because it was high up. Okay. Yeah. Well, then just destroy. All right. You begin destroy. smashing and hacking into the um the glyph and. uh you feel another shimmy, another shake come from the house, and down below the stairs, you hear a loud scream come from almost all th- all of the uh, your assembled um, the camera crew people. Yeah, your assembled TV crew people. <laughs> and then they then they immediately start arguing. What did you do? Where did he go? Yeah, I guess we gotta go back down there. 
I'm not that worried about them because uh, they weren't supposed to be here in the first place. So, yeah, but still, like, find out what happened. Yeah, just like yell from the top of the stairs. What happened? Um, as you call out, they they say, "You tell us what happened." Glenn was right here, and now he's gone. And oh no, his clothes are here. It says another voice. This is his clothes. Um, yeah, he's he's done got got. Was anybody else in here with you? It was just the four of you? Yeah, the Mary sent us to... <sighs> I just want to make sure this destroying the other ones didn't make somebody disappear. I don't know. We were on the porch and we heard some noise, so we ran inside and suddenly all the doors slammed. Does that mean we missed a sigil downstairs? Or ah. does that mean that they... I'm not talking to you. <laughs> they just hear mumblings could, from up the stairs. Maybe there's, maybe there's more than... I mean, I guess we gotta go down there in the room that he disappeared in and see if there's more than one on each floor. Yeah. Well, there's still one more floor we got to find one, right? Yeah, yeah. the third floor. Let's head up to the third floor. All right, who's going up? I still think if those people are down there and there's a there's another sigil down there where the person disappeared. If we go up to the third floor, another person might get killed. Mm-hmm. Or we could get on there and find the sigil, another another sigil that's down there, and destroy it, and then go up to the third floor. So you think when, de- when we destroy a sigil, the other sigils are killing things that are around it, or are snagging people that are around the sigil? Possibly. We don't know what what activates the sigil because we were just like all up in that closet by the other one and nothing happened to us. What makes it happen? What makes it happen? I don't know. I'm just saying there Uh, might be more than one on each floor. There was one in the garage. We found one on the first floor. It could be another one on the first floor. uh, The sigils weren't being destroyed whenever the people like broke in and the hobo was in there and all that stuff. Niels, give me an occult check. I think I got that. Let me just double check because I wrote an 11. Yep, I got that. Okay. Well, I thought you were just looking to see if you had the skill. <laughs> I, I do have that. I've got lore occult and I've got a That's fine. With that, so I got an 18. Okay. You, um, you think back for a moment and you remember before you were, um, you were, you came into the building at all. Salisbury made a point to like stop and, formally invite the four of you in by name. Mm. Well, this thing snatches the uninvited. Mm. Okay. So we need to destroy this last sigil. I'll mention that to the group, and then I'll, I, you know, just basically throw out the thought that I wonder, as since we're invited, if we are the invited, can we invite others? Might be worth a shot. Well, they're already inside. Yeah, well, like maybe the door will open for us since we were invited and not for them. And well, we can I let them out. Gonna, let's go downstairs. All right, you guys go back downstairs, and you see, um, like. 
the three leftover crew people, the tall blonde guy who was the cameraman, um, the young woman. Uh, she looks like she has, like, just sta- sit, she's basically huddling, sitting on top of like some sound gear she brought. And the last one is um, a fellow that's just like kicking the, the the clothes around on the floor, looking both like fretful and skeptical. And you, you can see he's got tears in his eyes. And he looks up. He's like, "What is going on here?" I push past them and try the door. All right, you try the door. It is locked. I start mumbling into my. Or rather, or rather, it is and isn't locked. It just won't open. Okay. Um, you turn back to see Joe Bob has go is gone. I went upstairs. Okay. Um, I will tell the three that are there. You are all welcome here. We're glad you came to visit. Uh, thanks. What are your names? What are your names? What are your names? Yeah, what are your names? Uh, the the cameraman says Chester. The 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 girl says Barb. The last one says Julio. Okay, as each of them they say their names, I'll I'll say you're welcome and just happy to have you here, and we. Uh, glad we invited you, and I'll say to each of them one of their names as I say that to each of them. Julio looks at you as, are you people crazy? Mm-hmm. Are, uh-huh. Is this... <laughs> there is yeah, some we're not secure. Like stay okay, together, stay downstairs. And I'm heading up. Same. Yeah. Stay by the front door. If it opens, go outside. Bye. Oh, yeah, First thing, like a shot. They say they watch you walking away. Uh, right. Joe Bob, where now did you go I'll when you went upstairs? I went to the when they went downstairs. I went to the sit the sitting room that we were supposed to go to for the look for All the right. last sigil. All right, you go to the sitting room. Like I said, the thing still smells slightly corpsey, but not much. <laughs> it still mostly smells of cats. Give it a sharper eye look. Oh, I forgot about all the cats. Natural twenty. All right. Um, you give a a sharp-eyed look, and eventually you spy something that isn't what you were looking for. Uh, You see what appears to be, um, at first you think it's a black or a gray cat, but then you quickly realize, no, it's the shadow of a cat on the wall. It's moving, but you can't see what's casting the shadow. The, The shadow cat basically, like, moves across the wall and then to the corner and begins sort of walking up the corner until finally it gets to the ceiling and it begins walking again against the wall, the shadow, across the 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 the, the plane that is the top of the wall that touches the ceiling. And then it stops about halfway and begins pawing at the air. Um, again, upside down. So from your perspective, you're looking at an upside down cat's shadow pawing at the air at something on the wall, and then your eyes catch it. The the hidden sigil in this room. It's on the ceiling where it's pawing? Uh, yeah. Shoot it. Obviously, Obviously seeing this, 
Uh, Joe Bob's sweating profusely. He's, he's take, he takes a, his, his pack out. He puts a shaky cigarette to his mouth because he's seeing a, a shadow cat defy logic. Um, but he's kind of rolling with it at this point. Uh, shortly thereafter, your companions arrive at the top of the stairs. I'm waving you a look pistol back, in the air. <laughs> when you look back, the uh, the shadow of the cat is gone. Cover your ears. Bang, bang, bang. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And seeing that cat has distracted me too bad. I, I, I don't hit it. Okay. You you fire at the ceiling where the cat indicated. However, you miss your mark. But by this time, however, whatever is awake in this place um, has its eyes fully open. And you feel the house sort of creak and rumble again. And then you hear... Uh, the girliest shriek you've ever heard in your life coming from downstairs. And then I realize it's coming from me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You hear the tall guy say, Barb, where the fuck's Barb? No, we invited them. Can I try to take a shot at it? Sure. You got a pew pew? Yeah, come on. Got my rifle slug over my shoulder. All right, I got it. All right, you fire into the ceiling this time. Um, a plume of sort of a musty dust comes up, pouring out, as if you put a pinhole in a battery filled with uh with with ash. It just sort of plumes out of the ceiling onto the ground everywhere it looks it looks like grave dust or the aftermath of a cremation the um the thing smells terrible and the house begins to rumble once more and then you hear the scream again ah! but nothing else this time they're all gone. Yeah, I think they all got eaten. Well, if we solve this problem fast enough, maybe they won't be dead. In this problem solved, we got all the sigils. You Let's go found. collect our paycheck and get out well, of here. We know of, we got to go back to that door. We still need the book. We came here for mm. a cookbook. Yeah, we got to go to the got to go to the door. Yeah, we're getting the cookbook when we make the client happy. I believe. All right. Uh, what do you do? I don't like that um, smirk. I saw yeah. that. I saw that shit. You can stop that right now. <laughs> what was uh, this grave dust you said? Um, Much like the blood that came out of one of the other, other sigils, this is just another strange um, manifestation that happened after you destroyed the sigil. Basically so just it a pile fades away? Of, no, it's still there. Just like the blood stayed. Hmm. I say we go back to the door to the library. 
All right, that's right across the way into in the um, the game room. Oh yeah, is the is whatever was uh, keeping the door from opening? Has that stopped? We're gonna try it. Um, uh, I will try it. All right. Uh, give, give me a heart check as you do. And it's just heart? Correct. 16, baby, baby. All right. So, yes, the, pace. You, um, You touch it. You feel another jolt as you attempt to open the door. You are fighting hard against it. However, um, it basically this time pushes you away. You don't fall over and you only take two points of grit as uh, whatever magical or mystical effect is holding it closed. It seems to be growing more frantic, more dangerous. You know that you're going to have a hard time with it <laughs> if it gets any worse. It feels mm. like it has just been injected with a lot of power. Oh, oh yeah, it just ate because those it ate off. three people. Hmm. Is there another floor besides the third? Is there an attic? Uh, no. But he did mention there was a basement area. Oh, damn it! I mentioned that. Our Down to the basement that. we go. <laughs> Yeah. When I when you guys get down to run. <laughs> when you guys get downstairs again, you find um three piles of clothing and one uh passed out Julio at the bottom floor. Uh I'm gonna kind of slap Julio's cheeks and just tell him to get <laughs> up, come with us. Um, keeping I'm gonna keep him with us this time. This no, fucking no. job I had the worst Oh my god, it's you <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Try to keep you alive. He looks around, Stay scrambles up through his friend's clothes, Calm and like kind of gives off a horrible shriek. <laughs> he like picks the like, what the fuck is going on, man? Oh, we should have just let him sleep. I don't know what you people do are doing. I don't know what you're into. Just let me go. I won't mention it to the cops or nothing. Come on, just just open the door and let me out, okay? I would if we could. We don't know how to open it either. Didn't you so see we're me trying try? to fix this? Stick with us. <laughs> um, feeling like he has no options, he, he he. You see the tears and snot coming down his face as he nods quickly and and stands up. All right, to the basement. He uh, <laughs> never sure mentioned that's... where it was precisely. <laughs> Did we see any uh, doors or anything while we were running around before that looked like it might be headed towards the basement? No. Kitchens. Basement doors are a lot of times in the kitchens in these old houses. So All right. Let's go check it. Check All the right. kitchen. Give me a check. I got it. Uh, I got a 14. Damn it. All right. Nope. I got a 12. Total of 20. But find, behind a large pile of boxes that say things like silverware, dishes, fine china, all labeled very neatly, um, <laughs> you find uh, a half-sized 
door next to a very large cupboard. Behind them. Half-sized door. Gonna try it, Christina? Door. I mean, you found it. Yeah, I'll open it up. All right, well. Swing it wide. Uh, you can't swing it wide. There's boxes in the way, but you basically push the get... boxes out of the way. Uh, you, you push so the I boxes out of the way. Satisfyingly uh, you... swing the door wide open. Uh, you, you hear a lot of clattering and crashing as you swing the doors out of the way. Um, but yeah, the, the door to the basement is a short, narrow thing with a steep set of stairs that go downward. The Light same switches. kind of musty, same kind of musty smell you heard, or smelled, sorry, heard. You hmm. smell when you put the dumbwaiter, it kind of wafts up out of here as well. Oh, God, I wonder if this is where all the corpses are. I'm going to be breathing through my turtleneck. Okay. Musty. Um, got light switches. Stuff? Uh, well, you do have, you all have smartphones. Oh, There's right. light switches somewhere. Doesn't this house... There- there is no light switches, and it looks like it, this area might not even be wired for electricity. Light switch is supposed to be at the top of the stairs. Uh, I mumble like as we I pull up my phone. Climbing down into a grave. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'll turn my smartphone flashlight on and shine it down in there. What do we see? All right. I just shine it down. You um, you see briefly as your screen lights up. You had a, you have uh, two texts uh, waiting you. Oh well, I'll check those. I can't help. I can't have unlooked at texts on my phone. So. <laughs> right. Uh, it looks it looks to be a group text. Uh, you, apparently, all of you got it, but no one no one got an alert or a notice. Uh, it just says um, it just says Felix. Uh, did everybody make it all right? And then the second one is. <laughs> Can I get a progress report, please? I'll uh, send him a progress report. Okay. Uh, locked right. in house three, or no, excuse me, four sigils destroyed. House uh, attempting to regain control. Now rewrite that in a way that makes us sound good at our job. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This uh yeah, y'all see that pop up on the thing, and like you immediately get a response back from Felix that goes, What? <laughs> Would you just sure fucking that... call? I'll call him. All right. Uh, you try to get some signal on the stairs of the basement, but you realize you're going to have to move back into the kitchen area before you get any, and not many, bars. It goes through in a scratchy way, and you hear a voice in the line says, All right, hey, what's going on? Which one are you? It's Niels. Uh, so, yeah, so it's uh, we run into some difficulties, but we're, we think we're almost through the defenses and into the library. Um, there have been some unexplained disappearances very recently uh-huh as in just now so we may have to deal with that what you got active disappearances y- yeah yeah yep 
you want to give me a rundown from the top of the investigation? Just a brief one. Like, I know you're busy. Yeah, I'll, go. I'll go through it really quickly. Just that we, you know, uh, identified the, um, identified the uh, defenses on the door that's keeping everyone out and ascertained that right. there were glyphs. Then he sigils. stops you right there. He's like, a black seal? Ah, shit. Yeah. I thought this was just going to be a haunting. You know, you you go there, you have our you have our medium talk to some spooky people and do something for them, and they move on, and you can get on with your life, and things get back to normal. I didn't realize it was going to be something like this. Uh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's too late for me. So to yeah, come. it's definitely going to be some hazard pay. I'd like to direct your attention to your. <laughs> the, the, um, your weeks advance. The signal's going. I can't, the signal's terrible here. It's all broken up. But just just deposit it to our bank account. Says the phone clicks closed. He's, he says, "Listen, the place is probably wired for um, consumption. Uh, it sounds like you've been attacking those kinds of runes. That's what we think too. But we, we think there's one left." No, there's not just one left. They're probably all over the place. Places you haven't even seen. You're going to have to find, like, the heart of the house that has uh, basically... Uh, how do I describe this thing? There's a there's a foci somewhere in the, in the place. Uh, knowing weird warlocks, they probably hit it in the basement. Have you found a basement? Mm-hmm. We just did. It smells like a grave. Great! Oh, yeah, that that sounds like it exactly. Okay, <clears throat> how long has it been there? The basement, the 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 black seal. Uh, unknown, probably, like, you know, many many years. Hundred years. Hundred years. Hundred years or more. All right. Uh, it should be weak unless it's got a steady diet of new souls to devour. It has been. Shit. All right. Um, four today. About, I don't know. <laughs> Six. What do you mean four? Within the last year or two. I heard. A, I had another voice. Who is that? Uh, I just a... got, I got a cough. <laughs> you have the key to this house. Please, sir, let me out. I won't tell about your crazy friends. Oh, Julio. Julio. Oh, Not sorry. Three souls today. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, Felix says, "Never mind. Uh, it's good to have a, I guess a, a canary with you, if, if if at all possible. There's a chance you can still pull this out without it becoming a complete unmitigated disaster. When you get down there, I need you to. And then the phone starts to crackle a little bit. Did you get that? No. Yeah. Fuck it. Every time with the fucking phones. All right." Uh, I'll, I'll text it. <laughs> he hangs up. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think we're getting hazard pay. Um, a text Just comes. They're waiting on the text. Yeah, yeah we're not. Yeah, we're not a couple of minutes later, a rather long text comes through. It basically details how to uh, disarm. Uh, a ritual foci and it is basically a laundry list of ingredients and things like that then there's like uh a bunch of nonsense words and then then you see like like instructions on chant four times 
I'm in harmony. In harmony, underlined. If you don't do all this right, you're probably going to be in for a bad time. Good luck. I feel like all of the stuff can be found between the kitchen and my pockets. My many, many pockets. Did I overhear him say that this house has consumption, like the old Wild West disease? No, no. <laughs> it's just got a bloody handkerchief coughing into. This house has the consumption. The um, the 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 recipe he gives you for disarming the foci is long, and you begin to realize that this house probably doesn't have this kind of shit in it. Mm-mm. What's plan B? Um, are you asking each other or, or sending the text? That's what I'm. Well, you have a text you back. What's plan B? Because we're locked in here, this mm-hmm. house. Uh, plan B: smash it and get ready for a fight. And we oh, still chant in harmonies to see if that would work. It's like <laughs> I think we have all the stuff, we just can't get the harmony down. <laughs> bum, 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 too bad we don't have access to your van. The rest of it's in there. Yeah. It looks like we're going to have to fight this thing. All right. Well, lights, uh, phone's out. Lights on. I got Let's my axe. And my weak little arms. <laughs> I reload my gun because I've gone a little crazy with the bullets. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put a new shell in where I fired the last one. These are pretty big shells, too. I don't know guns, but what Neil's sort of does. shells do you they're, carry with you, incidentally? They're big ones. I don't know. The kinds like for bears and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. They're like All that right. big. Well, not, like, not like little ones, big ones. The rifle, though, not a shotgun. Yeah, it's a rifle. Oh, okay. I thought you uh-huh, Kevin, dumbass. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was it's 30 out six. There you go. There Something you go. like that. That sounds like a deer bullet. Yeah, it's a deer bullet. There you go. I got deer bullets. All right, who's going down the uh, the to the basement first? I'm sitting in PJ first. All right, you Sniff bounce the dog out. down the stairs, or you just hold him out? <laughs> yeah, I'm holding him. He's going first. He'll Christina, do you have any tape? Tape? Of course. Yeah. What kind of tape? Masking? You want? It's double sided. You Duck want? Tape. You got uh, it. I got what, what like you want just like silver or do you want I've got like colors got divine designs <laughs> what do you want give I me like some sticky che- tape I like the checker here's the checker the, the checker design right. tape. I'll take the tape and I'm gonna tape my uh I'm gonna use it and tape my phone so that the light from the phone is shining like tape it to my rifle so okay. the light <laughs> of it's shining in front well, of it gonna, and I can hold my rifle have, two hands and I'll got a light on it so duct tape all over your touch screen that's disgusting i don't give it it's not my phone i don't it's care just, that's all right it's got it's got like a it's got one of those boxes on it it's a, it's 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 an odd box no no what do you call those things um 
the waterproof ones, the, the water resistant box. Otterbox? The, the life box. The Otterbox. Yeah, they're all Otterboxed anyway. <laughs> well, I was going to say they're not giving us any money, so I just said odd box instead of Otterboxes. Okay. Mm. <laughs> no free yeah, advertisements. I like, the, uh, I like to put in the phone and the chest pocket so that the flashlight sticks out. Yeah, I was going to say I just kind of stick mine, let my bra help me. All right. Make it hands free. Mm hmm. Okay, so. You, you head down the basement. Uh, it's a very narrow and steep stairs. Whenever you get to the bottom and shine your light about, you see that it is suspiciously small. And it hmm. doesn't take you um, very long to realize that one of the walls in it is um, just a sort of a big drywall kind of um, addition that to, to basically scrunch it up. Like it's <laughs> oh, it's a fake wall, basically. Yeah, it is a fake wall or built over something. All um, right, uh, I'll take the butt end of my rifle and just hit it one good time to knock the hole through it. And then, all right, and that's not a problem. You begin bashing through the drywall and through another layer after you get through the the, the beams that support it, and through the um. Like the the little fourteen inch slot between uh, two befores that are that were supporting either side of the, the the drywall, you can see on the other side a much larger area within the basement. This one is basically filled with occult bric-a-brac on the wall, um, posters, rich uh, or uh, not posters, but like. Um, yeah, I guess they're basically posters. They like they look to be like hand painted signs on vellum that have been attached to the wall of glyphs and things. There's also like ritual implements on various racks and things like that. And in the very center of this pretty expansive area, there is a number of jars that look kind of like um, Egyptian canopic jars. But oh, much new, jar? huh? What's a canopic jar? Uh, it's where they used to store the organs after they mummify someone. It's oh, also where you get is. cabbage and tombs and uh, Skyrim. Yes, sweet, sweet <laughs> fresh cabbage, full of, full of fresh cabbage and sandwiches and turkey legs and gold potions. <laughs> not, not to get all sidetracked, but I'm really impressed by the amount of rotten food in uh, Boulder's Gate. It's very immersive. Most of this old old burlap sack. Oh, moldy yeah. cheese. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's in this rotten basket? Oh, rotten food. Rotten tomatoes. I like rotten opening up cheese. the skeletons and finding bones and going, I should have known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> why would I why would I why would it be any different? <laughs> yeah. I don't I know what like, I expected. Up, there's like a pouch of gold in there, and I'm like, wonder where he kept that. Cool <laughs> <laughs> prison pocket. <laughs> well, if I was a skeleton, I'd hang like all kind of things on the inside of my rib cage, you know, like like a little little bags yeah, for animated yeah. time. Have little crown royal bags full of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my shit. <laughs> anyway, crown royal. I mean, skeletons get thirsty too. Uh-huh. Skeleton walks into a bar, orders a beer to mop. Hey. Get it? 
Because because uh, he drinks the get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 we got it. We got it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we got it. All right. So yes. Um, but yeah, in basically that's what you see. The um the big room for ritual shit. Huh? Anything moving in there? I'm trying to rifle around. Are you going in? Not yet. I'm shining my rifle around and Oh, you're shining hole. your rifle. I thought you said I go rifle around. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sh- I'm like I got my light on there and so I'm like looking for anybody moving. You see nothing moving in here. Not even um, anything that looks like an air current, of course. Everything is sort of dead still. No, uh, no you don't even see you don't even see motes of dust anymore after you you initially knocked the wall down. Everything settles. Everything is clear and a little eerie. I'm gonna step in and then kind of like uh with my gun up, I'm gonna step in, but then I'm gonna kinda of step immediately to the left, like strafe, and then put my back up against the wall that we haven't destroyed yet, and then Okay. Kinda of wait for the others to come in. Alright, who's next? I'll uh, go in. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah, go in and move to the side. Okay. You head in, move to the side. Um Who's third? I feel like me and PJ went first-ish. Oh, okay. We're just Uh, standing in the middle. Okay. All right, well, Joe Bob, you're the only one left. Are you going in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys all step inside. And, like, whenever you do, the the four of you begin to hear sort of a, a hissing whisper as you're all, like, now in the room. Something that just wasn't present when you were looking in. But now that you have feet on the ground, you hear like multiple voices, um, like just giving inarticulate whispers in your ear, like uh, what do you call it? ASMR, but uh, in totally incoherent. Either speak up or shut up. What? I'm not coming in there. You hear behind you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, before we get too far, I'll kind of, kind of stick my head, turn my head back around, and look to the little opening, and just tell Julio to come on. I, I don't know, man. Uh, that I mean, place looks. Out, every um, time we left the room with you guys alone, somebody disappeared. So. Ah. Uh, all right. He's, he steps through and basically just stands, like just stands through on the other side of the the hole that you made. Doing the bare minimum of coming through. That's fine. Just keep your back to the wall and I don't know. Pray. Can I be looking around for more sigils? Uh sure. Do it. Actually. You don't need to do that it. They're not ex- they, you, uh, you don't need to look around. They're not hidden here. They're carved into all four walls. We're all three walls. And I was going to say, did we destroy one coming through that other wall? No, you just missed one. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you look over Julio's shoulder, and there it is. So I'll start with the one that we just missed, and I'll go ahead and whack it. All right. You 
turn your axe uh, uh, onto the wall and smash it pretty easily. Uh, Julio's uh, shocked expressed like, uh, uh, you already have a hole. Why are you making another? And then you guys watch him just fade out of existence, leaving behind only his clothes. Julio. Oh, uh, his pockets. Like hardly newbie. Yeah, let's hurry up and smash the rest of the sigils. Yeah. Maybe they'll come back if they weren't able to eat these people quick enough or something. Smash the next one. All right, you smash the next one. Um, You hear the house kind of grumble again, but nothing happens to any of you guys. Smash the next one. This one a little is a little harder. There, are, it's basically uh, chiseled into a stone wall, and you have to hit it a bunch of times with the axe to even begin to damage it. I do. Each time you do, the house begins to like still make the same grumbling noise, but still, nothing else happens after you're finished. Smash the last one. And on the furthest wall, you see the other symbol of the, like the others. You smash this one with a relative ease, as it is carved into basically some wood paneling that was on that wall. And when you do, the house um, continues to rumble even after you're done. The thing is now fully awake. Uh, everyone, give me a heart check. Nope. I got it. Yes. You you two got it, and you two did not. All right. Um, You feel, uh, Joe Bob and Christina, you feel the house kind of sucking at you, like you're trying to be pulled inside out. You feel a sharp pain across your entire bodies, and each of you takes uh, three points of grit. Uh, you, the other two of you begin you feel like a light pain as well but like you could see like briefly Joe Bob and Christina kind of flicker in and out of existence you guys okay nope no <laughs> you like uh, you, you guys like disappeared for like a blink like like Julio did Maybe there's got to be more of these glyphs. Maybe. And I'll uh, aim my rifle at those uh, containers in the middle of the room and fire a shot through them. All right. Uh, You aim your rifle at at the containers and fire a shot through them. They explode rather loudly. Like there's a horrible uh, putrid rink reek as they just blast still wet decay all over the table and all over the nearby objects and then the house stops rumbling and suddenly the room is filled with a baleful green light and suddenly you are surrounded by uh, eight figures all nude, all glowing, all humanoid, all different looking one of them looks like um, a rangy man with a beard. The other one uh, appears to be um, 
a young man in his 20s. The other two appear to be teens, and the other four are Glenn, Julio, and um, they were in the bucket, and you killed them all. Chester and Barb. Neil's is gun crazy, I say, waving my gun around. You also see a a much fainter figure, a, a ninth figure, basically just sort of sitting next to the wall, basically just slumped against it, an elderly woman who is surrounded by leaping, semi-transparent cats. Her eyes are wide and fearful as she holds out a hand to you. She mouths something, but you can't really make it out. And then the eight figures basically rush all of you. Are they, I mean, are they incorporeal? I mean, are they like, we, are they, do they seem like spirits? They, are they have body? I mean, they physical forms. Oh, you're about to find out. I need you. <laughs> uh, before we start combat, I need to take a piss. Um, actually, do you mind if we, if I do this one, we pick up this one a little later? I got to get up at like five. All right. I can't. With a whimper, the episode ends because I, Kevin's bladder. I I, I could I could I couldn't can't sustain it anyway. I gotta go to bed. But so yeah, try to cut this part out. Next oh, time. Oh, it's staying. <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah. then fine. Kevin's yeah. gotta pee. So we'll make see it the next time. Say, back make it skinnier. That's nice. We can edit that uh, out. We can edit that out. We can edit. We say that every episode. We'll just edit that out. Nothing ever got edited out. I like it how it's anyone but Toker that always says it. Yeah, because I'm the one <laughs> that has to like, edit. Yeah. I'm not giving myself extra work. Uh, anyway, good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, guys. Bye. Next week. <laughs>